From Toronto, Canada, The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serra. Hey, thanks for inviting me into your home, your long-haul truck, RV, camper, taxi, your parents' well-appointed basement with the simulated wood paneling, electric fireplace, and the painting of dogs playing poker. Your loft, that greasy spoon just off the interstate, and your cabin in the woods. Carlos Kajina is our technical producer, Ryan White, our live stream producer. Check out the live stream of this radio program on my YouTube channel, Strange Planet, and my Rumble channel, Richard Serrett's Strange Planet. This hour, healing with light and sound. A business leader and inventor dreamt of making a difference in the world after two challenging relationships and the stress of careers in the automotive, telecommunications, and film industries have made it her physically, emotionally, and psychologically leaving her with severe vascular distress. After a series of full body light and sound treatments reversed her diagnosis and plunged her into the world of energy medicine and the ancient history and modern science behind these therapies. So she decided to create her own sound and light chamber and the harmonic egg was born. The harmonic egg. It's a wooden chamber designed to create an environment for deep relaxation and internal balance. As energy vibration builds within the chamber, it connects with the participant's autonomic nervous system to allow the natural healing of mind, body, and spirit. Gail Lynn is an inventor, author, intuitive, spiritual teacher, and business leader. In her work, Gail shares insights and speaks about the modality of sound and light healing, old traumas, and taking back your life as a means to healing the mind, body, and soul. She also shares how universal laws, law of attraction, and law of cause and effect as the means by which illness entered her body, and then how she healed these conditions through ancient healing practices. Gail Lynn, good to have you here. How are you? Hey, Richard. Great. I'm doing awesome. How are you doing? Very well. It's been a while since you've been on, and some of our listeners, many of them maybe, didn't hear you the first time. I raced through a bit of that backstory about your cardiovascular uh, stress, and if I'm remembering correctly, you had these stressful relationships. You were basically, you know, you were working yourself into an early grave. Did your heart doctor tell you you had the heart of an 80-year-old or something at some point? Yes, there was. it was not a heart doctor, but it was a doctor that was reading my heart rate variability test and said that I had basically the heart of an 80 year old and on the verge of an instant heart attack. And I was 37 years old. That was crazy. Wow. You were literally working yourself into an early grave. Yeah. And so how did you at that point discover sound and light therapy? You went to a place in, was it Denver? No, in Arizona, actually. Arizona. Did someone say you should well, try this or? Yeah, yeah. I was um, I was at a CEO kind of C-level conference and uh, there was a speaker there and he uh, was the inventor of this light box. And, you know, I'm pretty skeptical anyway and got an engineering mind. And he's up on stage and he's talking about this little boy who had brain surgeries and it was told uh, the doctor said he would never walk, he would never talk, he would never grow hair, he would never have teeth. And, you know, the mom was saying, you know, no one gets to put any kind of boundaries on my son. And at the end of his presentation, you see this little boy walk out on the stage. 
He's walking with arm crutches. He has hair. He has teeth. I was just amazed. And I thought, this light box can do this? And I pushed my way to the front of the stage, which, you know, that's just kind of my personality. And I asked the inventor, I said, you know, could this help with migraine headaches? Because that one, that was plaguing me for 23 years. I never knew when I would get a migraine, they would just come on. And he said to me, the body doesn't know disease by name. And I thought, what a jerk. That's not an answer. <laughs> A jerk. Yeah, what a jerk, right? Why well, didn't that was that was a little more, you know, crude than that, but I thought, you know, that's not an answer. It's yes or no, right? Well, now that I've been in the industry, I know you can't make claims. You can't tell somebody that they can be healed. You can't give them a guarantee or make a claim. Well, you know, after what I saw with this little guy, I thought, you know, I'm gonna go try it. So I actually flew to Arizona and tried it. There was a doctor um, in the in the center at the time, did the heart rate variability test on me and told me this information about my heart. And I did three days worth of sessions and they redid the heart rate variability test and that cardiovascular stress was already gone. Gone after three sessions. And what yeah. did this light box look like? So it was a rectangular box. You would lie on a, a foam pad and there would be music coming up from underneath and that you were lying with your head underneath a, a light fixture and it was a rainbow colored light bulb. Literally you could read Sylvania 40 watt on the <laughs> light bulb. And I'm thinking this is woo woo crap stuff that I, I'm just not into, but I couldn't deny the test results. And of course I'm making it up in my head. Well, maybe because I'm in Arizona and the weather's different and the sun's out, right? Because I couldn't make it fit in my head that this could actually do anything. So I ended up doing some research on it and I noticed my asthma symptoms went away after about a month. My eyesight was, um, it had improved. I went to an eye doctor and the eye doctor literally said, why are you wearing glasses? I said, because I've been wearing them since I was 19. He said, your eyesight's 2020. Wow. Wow. So I, I couldn't deny that, you know, there's something to sound and light. And I dove into it like a crazy person. And I opened my own center. And this was 2007. And by 2009, I had dove into it so deeply that I understood it very well and open my own center in 2010 with these uh, light boxes. So can you explain briefly and in a very basic way the mechanics of how light can heal? Are there particular frequencies? Are we talking about the visible spectrum? Are we talking about color? You know, a lot of people want to say, you know, 528 hertz is going to, you know, heal the DNA and they work on the Solfeggio suite. But what I was finding as I dove into David Hawkins' work, which he has the work power versus force, and he looks at like a scale of consciousness and looking at things like anger can be, um, you know, really low vibration, maybe 150 hertz. But then you look at pure consciousness and it goes from 700 to 1,000 hertz. And I started looking at that. I thought, well, if you create a pure consciousness device like the harmonic egg that 
vibrates at over a thousand hertz already, why would I put music in there that's 528 hertz? Wouldn't that bring it down? What if a person had been working on themselves for so long and they vibrate at 600 hertz? Why would I want to put them on 396 hertz of the Solfeggio Suite? Um, so I started looking at the waveforms of instruments and, you know, we're vibrational beings of light. So why not heal with, you know, the vibration and the, and the light, the color? So you look at the, the simple form of a flute, the waveform of a flute is very simple. And I started to read books that it was relating to the liver. So flute music will help with the liver. And then really? I started. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a book, if anybody's interested, um, Kay Gardner, um, Sounding the Inner Landscape. I learned a lot. After I read about 100 books, I found her book. And I wish I would have found her book first. But, you know, it was a learning journey. And you look at the sound wave of a piano, and if you look at the way the EKG of the heart goes up and down, you can kind of see the sound wave of a piano going that way. And we've discovered that it really helps the nervous system in the harmonic egg. And drumming, we did pre and post uh, live blood analysis, and we were seeing more white blood cells after listening to some drumming music in the harmonic egg. I'm like, okay, so if you can put these things together, why would you put 528 hertz? Let's look at the sound waves of the instruments and the color spectrums and how they are associated with the chakras. And we'll look at the maladies of the client, what they want to work on. So say they want to work on the liver. Then we're looking at orange light and flute music. And so I put together a whole training manual for my center owners that own a harmonic egg and showed them how they can put together protocols for people to help them balance the chakras because we're not medical doctors, so we can't treat or diagnose. But a lot of the maladies come from an emotional trauma, an imbalance in the, the chakras, um, just an imbalance from a physical trauma and people get into pain, and so you can look at blue light for for relieving pain and headaches, and it's been a, a beautiful journey, and the, the inventor of the light box was a mentor of mine, but I learned a lot about what not to do um, to help people to build this kind of business to support others in their in their healing journey. So how did you then stumble onto the idea, not stumble, that's or maybe you did, the shape you wanted to improve the light box and you decided well i'm going to make it the shape of an egg i don't know were you watching mork and mindy one night and you know <laughs> mork comes down with the egg and what happened really what happened was i talked to a lot of shamans a lot of healers and they said you know when you have a rectangular box a lot of times and this will go a little bit airy fairy a little bit woo woo but if somebody releases a dark energy it stays in the corners and it's really hard to clear and people, the next person can actually pick it up. A lot of people also told me I can't lie flat for an hour. It's, it hurts my back. And some people are heavy set and they have a hard time getting up from that position after an hour. The music was distorting because the four-inch foam pad. So I took a lot of the client's complaints and I said, okay, so if I put a zero-gravity chair and they're reclined, and we make a 360-degree healing device, which then kind of morphed into an egg. And you look at Victor Schauberger's work with 
the egg shape. And he talked about if you have water inside of a dispenser, that's the shape of an egg, the vibration is always, you know, healing with that water and the, the water is a high vibration. And I thought, we come from an egg. Why not heal in an egg? And I started to have these visions and I started to talk to manufacturers. Can we build a large wooden egg? And they said, no, it's impossible. And oh, because I have the rounded because you can't. Right. Right. You know, it, right. we tried to steam the wood and we tried to bend the wood and it would crack. And I had a friend who was just crazy enough, crazy as, as much as I am. He said, I'll build it for you. And I said, yeah, well, I've been told you can't do it. And he said, well, you know, let's try it. So it took a year, a lot of trials and tribulations, but we made it work. And it's amazing consciousness. It's just, I can't even, I can say that I can put my name on it as the inventor, but I have to laugh because I didn't invent this thing. It came through me. Right. That's interesting because I've been watching Paul McCartney on YouTube talking about the lyrics because he's got that book out now about the lyrics. And he talks about that all the time throughout his career, how he's not the author of the song. He's the retransmitter that I guess, you know, the the songs are out there in the ether and they come to him. Maybe that's how he wrote Back to the Egg, right? Which was the last album from Wings. Was he talking about your egg, do you suppose? Yeah, right. He's right. I think all these ideas are out there for somebody to pick up. And it just takes somebody to pick the idea up and and run with it. Because I have heard people say, well, I had that idea about a large wooden egg a long time ago, but they didn't do anything with it. Right, right. So is the type of wood important? It is and it isn't. So we've been studying the density of different woods because we are going to start manufacturing in Canada. We're going to start manufacturing in Europe. We're going to start manufacturing in Thailand. And, you know, God bless COVID because it has really taken the business to another level because we've been presented with challenges of travel restrictions and stuff. So we've made the best of it. In Thailand, they can get a lot of teak wood, but I think it's the shape. In all the testing that we're doing, the shape is the key, the resonant chamber, the cubic airspace of the inside of the egg where you're enclosed and don't worry you claustrophobic people it's large yeah it's large and you we can even crack the door if you you know you're not comfortable there's a doorbell in there that it's it's so amazing you feel so expansive in there it feels huge but the golden ratio and it's wood has its own fingerprint every tree has its own fingerprint so every egg is unique and I think the more important is the dimensions and not necessarily the wood. Let's see how this works. Let's say I come to you and maybe I've got a couple of problems. I've got some macular degeneration and I've got some really bad arthritis, maybe osteoarthritis. It's degenerative. So I climb into the egg and what happens next? Well, first you would talk to the practitioner or the person that was going to be um, administering your session and they would do a little intake with you and get to know you a little bit and, you know, kind of explain to you that arthritis can be inflammation and blue light can help reduce inflammation. And then they would explain to you a little bit about, you know, an eye disease could be an imbalance in the third eye chakra 
and we have music to bring that third eye chakra back into balance and different light colors like indigo colored light. And then they would escort you to the chair. They would recline you in a position that was comfortable for you, give you a blanket, get you all comfy, show you that there's a doorbell in there that if you needed anything, you could ring the doorbell and they would be at your service. And you recline in there for 40 minutes of music and 10 minutes of silence. So the music's going on. It's not real loud. Anything over 90 decibels is going to be damaging, you know, the cells of the body. So we keep it to 50 to 70 or so decibels. It's really relaxing music. Most of it is instrumental because we're looking at the waveforms of the instruments. And I've designed a lot of the music with musicians and told them, you know, I need this piece to have birds and drumming and and flute and this piece needs to be harp and you know wind then you the music fades to silence for 10 minutes and that's your integration period that's the time that you're sitting there and you're just enjoying the silence you're enjoying being with yourself you know that your body's figuring out your nervous system's figuring out what happened and it's the, the most important part of the session and when chiropractors have learned chiropractic, technically they're supposed to let you lie for 15, 30 minutes to let that integrate, whatever cracking and popping they did. But a lot of them just send you back out the door and you don't hold those sessions as well as you could if you just spent that little bit of time letting the body feel into it and integrate. Fascinating. Fascinating. I'm just you're talking about composing this music or having the musicians compose this isn't meant to be flippant, but it, maybe it is. <laughs> like, they're like you know, a, a concerto in D minor for the liver or a song specifically written for the stomach. Absolutely. There actually is. There is a lady. Her name is Ani Williams, and she, um, she does voice analysis. So she'll actually listen to your voice and say, you're missing I've heard the tone this. of D from your voice, right? Yeah. Which, you could have stomach problems if you're missing the tone of D. And so Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh the color orange, the chakra is sacral chakra. And it also relates to the spleen, you know, the stomach, gallbladder, liver. And it's really super interesting that I tested about a hundred people in their voices. And I found that these charts that we use for the centers are pretty accurate. There is a correlation when you're missing a tone from your voice. There's a physical correlate and an emotional correlate. So we have designed music where if you have lung issues, we're going to use the tone of E. And I've specifically consulted with musicians and have pieces that are done in the tone of E. Remarkable. All right, Gail, we're going to step away here for a moment, come back, and then we'll get back to the egg. Gail in and the harmonic egg right here. Stay with us. You're listening to The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. We're back with Gail Lynn, business leader, inventor, intuitive, spiritual teacher. We're talking about her invention, creation, the harmonic egg for uh, healing with sound and light. We've been talking about some physical ailments. What about psychological or you know mental illnesses, things like depression, autism, schizophrenia? Yeah, great question. Depression can be heavy metals. It could be inflammation. 
autism can be heavy metals, toxic load. Schizophrenia is a tough one. I can't say I've had a lot of luck with that particular ailment, but some of the centers have, and they understand it a little bit more because they have family members that have schizophrenia. I have so many amazing stories with autism. The autistic community is a high vibration and they really get the egg. They only know love, you know, like children and animals only know love and they seem to heal faster. If we only knew love, I think healing could be easy. Interesting. You mentioned animals. So you can use the egg for your pets as well? Yes. I put my horse in there all the time. How do you get your Are you <laughs> pulling my leg? How do you get your horse in the egg? No, Come I on. put her picture in there. You put her picture in there. Yeah. So oh, what that's happened? right. I remember this. We discussed this. Yes. Yeah. You, you can actually just put a photograph of the person in there. Tell me. This is amazing. Tell me more about that. Well, this is amazing because I didn't think it was possible, but when COVID happened, we had a client who said, I have COVID. And I said, well, you can't come to the center. And uh, she said, yeah, I know. But she said, I feel like I'm on my deathbed. And I said, oh my gosh, like, I don't know what to do to help you. She was a dear, dear, dear client had become a friend. And I said, you know what? I've heard about remote healing. Let's try it. So she sent me her picture and I put her her beautiful name and her birth date on there. And we set the intention that, you know, she would feel better. And I didn't know what was going to happen. She said within the hour, her temperature came down from 103, went to 99 uh, within that one hour of being in the egg with her picture. So that's kind of how remote sessions were created. My horse, I went to see my horse one day and she had about a two inch cyst just hanging from her chest, I guess I'll call it. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh my gosh, where'd this come from? It just kind of showed up out of nowhere. So I called one of the centers and I said, can I send you a picture of my horse? Can you put her in? They did. The next day, I could see the sagging skin, but I could not feel the cyst anymore. And by the third day, the skin had absorbed back up and she was back to normal. What in the world? Uh, what in the world indeed? Patty Greer is on this program quite often, and uh, she's a crop circle uh, researcher and filmmaker. She goes over to England and she makes, gets in the plane and flies over and makes all these, has made all these films about crop circles. And it was either her or I think it was her who told me that the actual photograph of a crop circle can have the same effect as when people walk inside a crop circle. They report certain effects. Some right. of them can be healing, but also if you're in the proximity of a photograph of that crop circle, it can have the same effect. So what the heck is going on here, Gail? Well, you know, I think everything is energy and intention. And I know about these crop circles. I've heard this story before. There's also ancient temples that people would, would walk through. And by the time they walk through them, the stories go that they grew their limbs back. They might have been missing a finger and they'd walk through this temple and the finger would grow back. Wow. Weird stuff. And if it's all energy and it's pure intention and it's created around love, why do we believe that we can't heal? Why do we believe that we can't regenerate things? My, my boyfriend's heart has regenerated. He uh, was in a marriage, you know, with his soulmate 27 years and she passed away and he had a heart attack. And they told him 40% of his heart died. 
and they put in a pacemaker and some stents. And he's done lots of sessions in the egg, and he used to use the light box. Well, 10 years later, they want to change the battery in these things just to make sure the pacemakers are still, you know, they're going to mm-hmm. continue to work. They can't take them out because the wires start to grow into the muscles and the tissue and around the heart. And they took his ejection fraction and his cardiac output numbers. And um, I had a medical doctor client and he said, you know, give me his numbers and let me just see how much of his heart is still dead or, you know, if it's, if there's more of it dead. And he kept looking at the numbers and he looked at me, he looked back at the numbers and he said, Gail, are they, these are his numbers? I said, yeah. He said, his heart is fully functioning. This, there's nothing dead anymore. And, and I said, well, how is that possible? Yeah, you can't regrow heart cells or brain cells, we're told, right? We're told. And I've heard so many stories about people, you know, regenerating organs like the liver. I've heard of people regenerating their thyroid after their thyroid's been removed. There's still some cells that are left. So, you know, I scratch my head as an engineer and say, how is this possible? But why can't it be possible? Our bodies are amazing. Hmm. You had, um, if I recall, an interesting testimonial or case study was he an old he was a kind of a curmudgeon uh was he a veteran from the vietnam war yes tell me about this character so (laughs) he came into my center and he was in a wheelchair and his friend brought him in and his friend was the one that built the prototype egg too so he you know he made him come in his name is tq and he was a marine and What he said was the Battle of Hastings, where all these Marines went in and like 15 of them came out. He's the last living one. Everybody has passed and they were all overweight and very unhealthy. And he was kind of on that path to pass away. So, you know, he asked me if I could help him. And I said, you know, I could, but he'd have to listen. And he was pretty adamant that he wasn't going to listen to this young girl, me. And I put him in the egg. He had a great experience. And he was just saying, well, I'm not going to do what you say. I said, well, then you need to just leave because you're wasting my time and you're wasting your money. It was almost like a reverse psychology that I didn't even realize I was doing. Because then he said, well, I'm going to just do it just because you said, you know, (laughs) to leave, right? And it's been an amazing journey with him um, from seeing him so angry about you know, he almost gave his life and he saw so many friends give their life. And when he came back from Vietnam, people threw tomatoes at them and they were so mean to them. So he was really an angry, angry person. And I watched how the egg softened him. And he had, let's see, one kidney was completely dead. One was functioning at, I want to say, 20%. I've seen 15,000 clients, so I'm trying to remember the whole story. The kidney came back to life, and the other one was functioning at 60%. The doctors could not figure out what he was doing. His heart grew by a centimeter. Why were they measuring his heart? I don't know. But they just couldn't figure out, how is this guy not dead when all the other people that came back that survived this battle are dead? And he said, you know, Gail, you saved my life. And, you know, I said, no, I didn't, because you listened He changed his diet. He came to the egg consistently. He started walking again. He started driving again. It was just an amazing transformation. 
Is there too much of a good thing? Can you do too much time in the egg? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a detox reaction. So if you do any kind of energy work, you got to let it integrate. If you do acupuncture, you should let it integrate for a couple of days. If you get a massage, you should let it integrate for a couple of days. You shouldn't just put energy work on top of energy work on, you know, so too much of a good thing is, it is a thing. You need to let these modalities integrate. And there's so many people out there that are these energy medicine junkies. Do you remember the seminar junkies? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So they're energy medicine junkies and they're actually hurting themselves because they're spinning their bodies out of control by putting their body through one energy modality and then another. And they have these, these me days and these spa days and they do infrared sauna and a, and a massage and acupuncture all on the same day. Wow. And I <laughs> that, just, that's a little much. It's a, it's a lot. I tell people to wait one week to um, let a, an egg session integrate. And I think that probably is even, you know, too soon for some uh, people. All right, Gail, we got to take another time out. We'll come back. Gail Lynn, inventor, author, intuitive, creator of the Harmonic Egg, harmonicegg.com, the website, harmonicegg.com. Check it out. It's fascinating. Back with more in a moment. Providing the evidence and letting you draw your own conclusions. This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sarrett. We're back with Gail Lynn, harmonicegg.com. And her book is Unlocking the Ancient Secrets to Healing. Unlocking the Ancient Secrets to Healing. Uh, now there's a new thing out there. They're called med beds. Is it the same technology or the same idea behind the harmonic egg with these med beds? What are they all about? Well, yeah, it's interesting. They're kind of all the rave, rage right now. Um, you know, I believe in less technology versus more technology, but they're very technology looking they're plastic metal they seem to have a lot of uh maybe emfs or technology running through them so i purposely created the egg so that it didn't have any wi-fi it didn't have any bluetooth none of the components um are run by wi-fi or bluetooth and these medbed technology this medbed technology looks very cold and clinical but it seems like people are just waiting for them they've been talking about them coming out for years and so i call the harmonic egg a type of med bed but it's all natural material the harmonic egg is where these are made out of these plastics and metals and you know healers traditionally aren't really good at marketing and somehow these med beds everybody knows about them so you know, i i have a little bit of a curiosity about who's behind them i almost wonder if, if um big pharma is behind them and there might be something that will alter the dna of the human being um getting in them i'm not sure there's something suspicious about them hmm. what are they making any claims oh they make a ton of claims they said they're going to regrow limbs they'll be able to eliminate any disease They'll be able to uh, do surgeries inside these med beds with laser technology. Uh, it seems a little far-fetched, but people are so excited about them and so looking forward to them. But I would just say to people, you know, be discerning and, and make sure you know who's behind some of these modalities that you're going to put your body into. 
Um, we do a lot of testing, you know, the integrity of the company, the integrity of the inventor, the integrity of the manufacturing process. So even when I take a supplement, I, I will test the supplement, you know, who, what kind of companies behind this, this product, you know, who's the inventor, what's the manufacturing process like, so that I get a feel for the energy of it before I put it into my body. Right. I mean, that's what big pharma does, right? They take something organic and natural uh, and then they synthesize it and then they create something else, uh, a synth- well, a synthetic form of something that was organic and natural. It sounds like that maybe is what they're doing with with the med bed. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's a really curious thing to me um, it, because everybody has seen pictures of them, but I don't know anybody that's actually been in them. And they keep saying they're going to they're going to be coming out. They're going to save the world. They're going to change the whole hospital system. So I just have this curious feeling that big pharma might be behind it, and it's not going to be as as good as people say um, on our human bodies, if you will. So at the at the risk of uh, entering further into the world of woo woo, um, you you describe in your book. I believe it's in, in, in Unlocking the Ancient Secrets to Healing. You talk about encounters with certain entities that people have had or maybe you've had while inside the harmonic egg. Talk to me a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is a bit woo-woo. And a lot of the kids, you know, because I don't see them, um, I feel them now, but I didn't even see or feel them in the beginning. But kids will say, hey, can you close the door because the big white guy's working on my head. So there's some kind of an angelic being or maybe Andromedan. People have described blue Andromedans. They've described um, Arcturians. They've described a being that is from another dimension. One lady told me she was a, a very psychic channeler. And she said they're almost like doctors from a, another dimension or planet. Uh, some people say they're Syrian. Uh, some say they're Palladian, and they're the ones that are working on you inside the egg. And if it's a difficult case, she said sometimes another being will drop in, almost like a chief of staff, to tell these other doctors what to do and then leave. So I've had, oh, hundreds of experiences where people tell me about, the, they, they call them angels, they call them beings. Uh, they've called them uh, other dimensional doctors, and it's just really curious that there's an energy around the egg that they support the clients in the egg. Wow! And nothing uh, to be afraid of either. I mean, it's they're beautiful. Um, I hear story after story. Some people feel that they have been touched by them. Um, my girlfriend, she said, oh, I want to, I want to experience these beings. I'm going to go ask. So she said she outstretched her hands and she said, okay, I want to feel you. So, you know, show me who you are. And she said she felt, uh, like a four finger grip around her hand. And she's like, oh my God, I can't open my eyes. I don't want to see. I don't want to see. <laughs> Can that happen remotely too? If you put the, the photograph in the egg, I haven't heard of it happening remotely. Um, I've heard people, I had a lady in today, she's one of the center owners and she's, uh, she was out in Europe and she had a, a bit of a mishap 
and passed out in Europe. And so she emailed me this morning and she said, can you please put me in for a remote session? And I did. And um, she said immediately she could feel the egg working on her. Uh, she could feel the energies of the egg. And she said she felt so much better after the session. And she thanked me and said she was going to go, you know, to sleep. Um, but yeah, it just, it was brilliant. Even when I, I sometimes go to get somebody out of the egg and there'll be a smell just as if they were in there in person, some kind of off gassing of maybe a mold smell or a heavy metal smell. And how is it that we're getting that from a picture? Because energetically I, I get energy, but my engineering mind can't figure this out. How am I getting a smell from that person's picture being in the egg? Wow, that's remarkable. Gail, we'll take one final time out, come back and chat a little bit more about the Harmonic Egg. HarmonicEgg.com. Gail Lynn is with us. Stick around. We'll be uh, back with more. Take a look around. What do you really see? This is where you can tell all about it. The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sarrett. I'm just looking at the uh, some of the comments in the YouTube live chat here, Gail, and someone um, mentioned whether this harmonic egg might be opening up some kind of a portal. What do you think? Well, that's a, that's what we're finding. It's happening. Um, it feels like the eggs are a self-organizing system, and they're connecting to each other through the matrix of the planet, through the crystalline grid, because we've had uh, we had a an egg center go into Asheville, uh, North Carolina, and he has a dragon portal on his property. Three days later, I had a client come out of the center in Westminster, Colorado and say, Gail, there's dragon energy in, this, in the eggs now. So it doesn't surprise me anymore when we drop an egg on another piece of land somewhere in the world all the eggs seem to be programmed with that energy. It is something I can't say that I understand right now, but there is um, uh, research and science around self-organizing systems, and it almost feels like the, the egg is creating a portal wherever it is on the land, wherever it, it goes, and it feels like the eggs are choosing which pieces of land and which owners they want to be with. Hmm. How does that work? If it's not a good match, what happens? They usually just kind of fall off. So I had a couple of gentlemen call me and they just saw cha-ching dollar signs. Okay, well, that's not what the eggs are about. You need to be in, a, you need to be in, a, in service and not worry about the money. There's an energy and money and there's an exchange of energy and money is just an energy. And they were just saying, oh, I can see all the money I can make. And I said, you know what? I don't think that you know, you're going to make a lot of money. It's more about being in service and helping people have a different quality of life. And I never heard from them again. Hmm. So what is the, I mean, it, uh, while you mentioned money, what, what is the, the, the business plan, if I can use that word business plan, uh, to get these eggs, to proliferate them, to get, what, what, do, what do you see, a, a, a harmonic egg in every neighborhood? How, how does that happen? Yeah, the way I, I do it, I make sure there's a population, a certain population or distance in between them so that the center owners can be successful. Because I, 
when I owned the light box, the inventor put a center just like 10 miles away from me and I felt really invasive and I felt really hard to be a small business owner. And then he would just put one right there down the street. So we kind of keep them separate and, um, you know, big cities can have a few, but small towns, you know, we're not going to put one in, you know, two of them in a small town. So we're really particular about um, where they go and to make sure that the center owners are successful. We're not a franchise, but I've created almost like a divine feminine business model of a cooperation and not competition. It's it's really beautiful that the family um, of egg owners, uh, they're just really beautiful people. And uh, how many harmonic eggs are out there right now? We have delivered, I want to say 68. We're... We have uh, commitments for about 150 is what I what the guys told me. Um, we have, they're just going out every week now. It's crazy. So we've delivered, I believe it's been 68 we've delivered. And how do we find one near us? Um, HarmonicAg.com. Go to the locations tab, put in your zip code, and we've got it all uh, figured out where it'll show you your closest location. And um, what would what would a is it up to the owners uh, how much they charge or what would a session uh, cost to, to go into the egg? Yeah, I tell the center owners to look at the demographics and make sure that they're affordable. We don't want it to be for just the classes; we want it to be for the masses. So you know, usually a a, a session will run you between uh, ninety and one hundred and thirty dollars, depending on where you are. Of course, if you're in LA. Uh, you know, it's going to be a little more expensive than in, if you're in um, South Dakota. Uh, so, I mean, you, you, you've read, like you said, over 100 books on healing with sound and light. Uh, how, do, how do you train people? Or is there like, a, is there a manual? Someone comes in and says, I've got uh, tinnitus and I've got, um, I don't know, a, a, a sprained ankle. And they can look it up and say, okay, you get orange and... This is the song we're going to play. I mean, how does that, how do you train? Yeah, they have a required reading list of about 21 books. Um, They have a cheat sheet, which is great. So tinnitus could be inflammation. It could be heavy metals. It could be an Epstein-Barr virus. It could be a kidney or liver issue. It could be parasites. It could be a Lyme disease. So there's a process of elimination, but they have a cheat sheet. And I write protocols for the centers to help um, with what you see the most. We see a lot of Lyme disease. We see a lot of people coming in for weight loss. And uh, so I write protocols for them to follow. But they are reading the required reading. They're learning. We do owner calls every six to eight weeks. We have a private Facebook page for them to ask us uh, questions. And some of the more seasoned center owners will help the ones that are coming, you know, up and they just opened. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a, it's a great family and not everybody's going to have a successful egg session. I will tell you some people come in and they'd leave and say, well, nothing happened. I just fell asleep. I think everybody does have something that will happen. Um, because you don't know what it, what it feels like when your liver enzymes are normalizing. It doesn't feel like anything. Um, and then there's a, I say a small percentage of the population that is so identified with their disease that they're never going to heal. I had a lady to come in and she said, I'm seeing new neurotransmitters forming. I have this brain injury and I'm feeling the cranial nervous system. She was a um, psychologist. I can feel the cranial nervous system and I can feel 
it healing, so I'm not going to come back. Hmm. And I said, what? Did you just say you're not coming back? She said, Gail, I don't know who I would be without my brain injury. Really? Mm-hmm. My word. Um, what would people like Royal Raymond Rife think about the harmonic egg? So um, I feel like Rife's technology, Rife's consciousness is part of this technology. It's Tesla, Rife, and Edgar Casey that I feel really that I tapped into. And people actually have seen Royal Rife inside the egg doing some little tweaking. And it's it was a crazy story. So I went to see Stephen Ross at the World Research Foundation in uh, Sedona, Arizona. And I got to sit in the library with Rife's original um, books. And he had some lab books. Um, so I just kind of sat in the library to just really try to... Um, absorb that energy. Now, Rife used the universal microscope and he would, you know, stain the cells and when this, you know, he could see each person as an individual looking at their cells through the universal microscope. Um, he didn't just, you know, willy nilly pick a frequency. I mean, he was really doing a lot of detailed work on that client to choose a frequency for them. So I think he would find it very fascinating. I think he would, um, scratch his head a little bit and want to tweak it just like he has with some clients that have seen him in the egg. And I think he would really just be fascinated and get his universal microscope out and start testing people after the sessions. <laughs> do, you, do you ever foresee a time uh, where there'd be like, you know, when we watch, you used to have with game shows, it used to be a home version of the game show. So would you, do you foresee a time when we could get this technology somehow port make it more portable get it into every home i don't know maybe like you could have radio stations uh and the frequency depending on okay this is my liver channel i'll turn that on and the radio is playing that kind of music and and meanwhile you've got the lights in your house uh are are you know providing whatever color and wavelength and so forth that you need to heal well i put one in my home but not everybody's going to have the the luxury to do that because I and I am working on a home unit, but I don't know. I haven't prototyped it yet, or I haven't worked on it yet, as far as uh, the efficacy of it. But that's why I wrote the book because not everybody's going to be close to one of the sixty-eight only sixty-eight harmonic egg centers. So in my book, I wrote a lot about how to use sound and light healing at home through eating orange foods, or wearing orange clothing, or you know, eating yellow type foods for different chakra balance. And that's why we created the music on USBs. Um, we can't put them on CDs because the music is so large of a file. They're not MP3 files. They're the largest uncompressed format of the songs. And they come with song sheets. So it'll tell you, hey, this song's going to be to help your liver. This song's recorded in the tone of G. Uh, this one's recorded in the tone of E for your lungs. So I've had people report to me that after listening to the music, they've actually had a heavy metal taste in their mouth or they've, um, they have their pets. They'll play the music and the pets come running into the room and, and lay down. So something's happening energetically and people can take a little bit of the harmonic egg home with them um, by getting some of the music, doing Fantastic. remote sessions. Yeah, it's great. Gail? Always fun talking with you, and uh, we'll do it again sometime. Thank you so much for this. Thanks, Richard. 
Gail in, harmonicegg.com. Harmonic Egg, all one word, 